what about the other 97 people who are going to be like, oh, that dude's a weirdo or whatever the thing is, right? I have your answer. Okay. Fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) That is, and here's the thing. When you say fuck them, I don't mean that out of disrespect. But when you say fuck them, that's when you're still working on yourself. So if you watch the BTYE podcast, you'll know that we're about to be recording with this guy over here. Jeremy. Hey. This episode's going to be out in a few weeks. Well, hey, I'm here too. Hi. Oh, the star of the show. That's right. I didn't get that part. I don't think you did. Here we go. Welcome. Welcome to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness. And now here are your hosts, personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane. What is happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Jenna. Today, I'm fired up. We got a guy on. I can't wait to dig into him. You've probably seen him from My Friend Watches. Jeremy the Terrible. Uh, (laughs) Dude, I appreciate you being on. Glad to be on. Glad to be on. This is great because this whole entire series is kind of, if I'm not overstepping here, about mental wellness So to have somebody with such heavy mental illness on the show (laughs) should be an interest. I'm really going to put you guys through the test. Way to call Matt out like that with his (laughs) mental illness. (laughs) Guys, if you're new to this show, we're all about implementing behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness. Jenna and I are both registered nurses and I'm a personal trainer. Uh, We delve in to mental fitness, behavior change, forming those habits. And I feel that your wellness is very multifaceted and it's true. I, I, I've been digging in so much more to finding other creators, talking to them, what makes them tick, what makes them happy. Uh, I, I feel like if you're not going towards happiness, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. I think that as content creators, we can get caught up in the numbers. We can get caught up in, is it working and then lose focus of the happiness. Uh, but you put out good. You put out mm-hmm. a lot of good. And I love how cynical you are. Thank you. Uh, you know what? I say that optimistic, optimistically cynical. And I would not have you on the show if you did not have value to bring. So I'm excited to dig into you and talk about it. Um, Jenna, isn't there something that you're supposed to promote? You're back on the show now. So uh, let's go. Jen always does a great job at plugging things for us. Oh, good. I do. I do. Well, um, yes, as a matter of fact, there is something very important that I would like to plug here. Uh, Go ahead and jump on over to my YouTube channel. Uh, Jenna Lane uh, put out some great content over there. Uh, You'll be uh, happy you subscribed. Turn on the notification bell specifically on my channel because I put out content all the time jenna this is a collaborative piece you don't plug your channel all right you know what <laughs> if you want to support us we have a patreon it's in the tr- description below we also just launched memberships on the main uh matt lane fitness youtube channel if you want to do that go go ahead and slide by enough talk at the top of every show we always hit you with our gratitude point this gratitude point is something that is meant to shift your perspective something that you can focus on it can be large it can be small it don't matter if it's important to you, if it will shift your perspective to realize gratitude, it's doing its job. Jenna, welcome back to the show. This is like the second show you've been on being yeah. back, but uh, welcome back. And thank you. What's your gratitude point? Um, <clears throat> this is a little bit of a random one, but uh, recently Roman, our dog, our male dog, yeah. um, has just been acting like an old man. And he is. And he's been limping around and really grumpy. And he's had a couple uh, specific behavior issues that kind of threw us for a loop because he's very friendly. So we took him to our wonderful vet who's actually been on this podcast before. Shout out to Dr. Peterson and Cordova Animal Hospital. Yeah. And something that we were like, oh, this is not good. This is complicated. Um, you know, is this is just the way he is. He's old and, you know, we're getting to that conversation. Uh, and Dr. Peterson's like, oh no, just, you know, give him this and do this for his ears. And like less than 24 hours later, 
Roman's like trotting through the house and just happy old like young Roman again. And uh, I'm really grateful that sometimes these like complicated problems that we think are complicated uh, have some simple solutions if you go to the right source. It's true. Uh, so I was just sitting here looking it up and it's episode 23 that he was on. He was awesome. He talked about, you know, mm -hmm. his, his business and why he does it. And he's just, he's a damn good person, but you're right. I agree with you. It's a good one. It's a good one. I'll go next. Um, I am having to look at my, like I got, I got ADHD. Okay. All right. I have to write this down, <laughs> but we do think of these off the, off the top of our head. Uh, I did have to write it down just cause I got the ADHD. I'm very thankful for the comment section of YouTube, which is known as a breeding ground for filth, but I love the good and the bad from the YouTube comments. I really, really do. I've gotten to know a lot of people in the comments. I, I'm, I try to stay very active in our YouTube comments and there's so much good that's found there. Mm -hmm. We, we started reading uh, comments from the, like the previous video in the main video uh, on the main channel. And it's just been so fun getting to know people through the comments and then also engaging with people that are being negative or cynical or whatever and trying to figure out like why. Again, I'm a psycho when it comes to that. And I like I really want to know, but I'm appreciative that the comments are there and that it's possible. Also, I'm obsessed with stories. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I can relate with the with the dog story. Rocky is yeah. also getting up yeah. there a little bit. How trippy. Like, we were just talking about this before we hopped on the show. Yeah. I don't remember the name of that ear medication, but it certainly does wonders for dogs that have ear stuff going on. So yeah. that's great that it ended up working out well for them. I got two. Um, and nice. I'm sure these are going to be super general. I'm sure this is something that many people are appreciative of, but... We've been locked down for the last couple of months, yeah. and I think that can be a true test of relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, I look at the two of you, and I, I think um, you seem to be able to adapt to this kind of situation oh, okay. and living situation pretty well. I'm sure there's also tons of people that are, are really struggling with being yeah. with the same person day in and day out. But yeah. one thing that I've kind of come to realize and appreciate even more than I always have is that Victoria and I are just, we get along super, super well. And that is like such a, such a positive thing. And, you know, my parents got along well for the most part. And I just always wanted that kind of relationship. And to be in this situation where we are literally stuck in this small space yeah. for as much, we're both working from home right now. So mm. a lot of time shared at the house and uh, it's, it's been great. I feel like we're actually closer now than we were before, which is an awesome thing to be able to say. That's a hell of a perspective. And it's, you know, so as of the time of recording this, Jeremy released a video yesterday where we did a trivia at his house of the MCU, which is a fantastic video, by the way. Thank you. But um, I could feel that with you two. You, mm -hmm. both, you both worked very well together. Like one thing I didn't ask, is she a content creator? No. See, no. and that's what was so interesting to me. Was she was, I was almost a little confused when she was sitting in there with us. So she was sitting in there off camera and you were like, hey, uh, set a timer. And just, she set the timer. And then like she, I don't know, she she worked really well with that. And not everybody does that, especially if mm -hmm. they're, if the the spouse or the the other half is a creator and that person is not a creator. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, I was, yeah. That was 100%. impressive. That was impressive. And I honestly feel the same when I see you guys on camera and then talking to you in person. So mm -hmm. I, I think it's something that we can all kind of appreciate in that yeah. similar way. Um, Victoria, you know, I've been doing content for five years now, and okay. there was a period in time when Victoria actually hosted the podcast. Okay. So she has been a content creator in the past. I would write out the scripts and the outlines, and she would go in and kind of mm. hit the points and keep the conversation moving and all that kind of stuff. So she's she's got a little experience on that side of things. Um, the other thing that I'm super appreciative of is content creating in itself like you were just now addressing the the comment section that's something i'm still trying to navigate i i feel a tendency to want to defend my bad uh choices okay. sometimes and i don't know that's necessarily the right route to go down okay so i'm still trying to navigate that um but just the communal aspect of it right like the fact that we've been getting up and watching movies together it's a, it's a social outward uh outlet there's a sense of camaraderie and that's something that I'm really grateful for because I'm a little bit of a guarded 
person. It's interesting. I'm, I'm a little bit of an introvert and a little bit of an extrovert. I don't necessarily think of myself as a personality so much as I do somebody that I've got an itch to make shit. That's okay. the whole mm. thing with me. It's like, if I weren't creating, I'd, I don't know what I'd be doing with my time. So okay. having this outlet is awesome. Well, that like, that's such a perfect segue into the actual conversation. And like, I'll start out by asking, do you think that it's humility that keeps you that way where you think you're not this personality? Because I mean, numbers are numbers. And when someone looks at a vanity metric, such as the subscriber count and sees 2.68 thousand, as of right now, 2.68 thousand subscribers, there is a bit of hierarchy when you start talking about Absolutely. thousands of people watching. So do you think for you that comes from a source of humility or just the marketing business piece of it is just not as important? It's just the content that's important to you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a person that is constantly being way, way, maybe even too introspective. Like I spend a lot of time in my own head working stuff out. I know nothing about that. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, probably not, right? Um, so I really do feel like the desire to be on camera does really come from a sense of like wanting to be acknowledged for the mm, I don't know the best way to say it. I really like doing the video essays. The video essays aren't necessarily about me. They're a lot more about, you know, if I'm talking about vampires and the history of movies or something like that, it gives me an opportunity to kind of explore and, and dissect the things that I'm super passionate about. Okay. And then because of the nature of the entire website, uh, you really are kind of selling yourself. And that's something I struggle with. And I think this is to kind of touch on what you were saying. Is it humility? Maybe like I feel like I'm in a constant state of alternating between being a narcissist and then having completely no sense of of uh, conceitedness at all. It's interesting. It's like huh. there's a fine line, I think, between insecurity and ego. And I think everybody's kind of trying to navigate mm -hmm. that thing. Right. And for me, I, I feel like if if every decision that I made up to this point was super uh solid that i would be a lot more comfortable in myself but i also feel like i stay a bit guarded because there are certain aspects of myself that maybe i'm not super happy with right okay all right so and like this is the nitty-gritty that i want and like i love how we spilled into it even before we were like who the fuck are you but uh so <laughs> let's a huge part of who let, i am let's back up just a little bit and let's let's define who are you and why are you? Like you said, you've been a content creator for five years. Mm -hmm. And then I want to delve into that, that psychological piece that you were going into. So I'm Jeremy and I am pretty much from here in Pensacola. Okay. We're all kind of Gulf Coast creators. Um, I grew up on the water, had my parents who were married forever, which is something that's not uh, as common. When you live in that environment, you kind of think it's the norm. But I had so many friends over the years, just like your parents are super cool. Um, that said, I... I kind of got into the like uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll scene relatively early on. Made some some bad decisions. Did some hard living for for a while there. And um, you and I kind of talked about uh, geek culture the other night. Yeah. And it honestly had a pretty profound effect on me. For a long time, mm -hmm. I kind of walked away from being somebody that loved movies and somebody that loved comic books because a lot of the people that I knew and were hanging out with might not have thought it was the the coolest thing or whatever. So I was kind of like, ah, all that stuff's dumb, whatever. How old were you then? Uh, I think it probably started when I was about 15. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, for a while. And so after my father passed away, I'm kind of jumping around all over the That's place. Right. There's a lot, there's a lot of, uh, things that had pretty profound impacts on me, but nothing compares to the death of my dad. That was like a really big defining moment for me. And, something that I'm pretty sure you guys have considered as well is like this, this idea of like, what is legacy? What is a legacy to somebody that doesn't have a family? What is, what does it mean to carry on uh, some sort of sense of who you are and where you came from without doing the traditional uh, nuclear family yeah. path, you know, yeah. so much mm -hmm. of, of who people become is wrapped up in the identity of their kids and all of those kind of things. So I started thinking like, I've, 
not nailed it up to here. My dad's dead. I don't necessarily know about the higher power kind of stuff. That's not where my head is at. And um, so what can I do to honor that legacy? Like, how can I do something positive and at least turn myself around in a way that I can be, you know, cool with where I'm at? And I discovered YouTube and, and content creation through the movie space. It was like watching panel shows where, where people are sitting around like we're doing right now. So there was a podcast called The Schmoes Know. And there was a podcast called uh, Collider. And those two podcasts, it'd be like five friends sitting around talking about the current movie news stuff that was going on. And I'm like, I'm really invested in all of this. This is something that I should explore. Look, they're all hanging out, having a good time, bonding over this thing that I didn't even realize there was a community for. Like I said, growing up, the people didn't care about that kind of yeah. stuff. So it, it served as a great outlet for me. And while I am not, uh exponentially growing on youtube i feel like i have exponentially grown as a person it's it's allowed me some really cool opportunities the the job i work now is in kind of voiceover audio production stuff um and that's something that would have never come had i not done the podcast and then i also host the film festival at pensacon so the pensacola short film festival i've been doing that for the last six years and it's just really cool to be that heavily involved with something that i am so passionate about yeah, you're deep into the world, mm -hmm. you know, like you're definitely not a subsurface type person right. with it. Why, why are you both looking at me? Because you haven't spoken in a few minutes. I was just making sure you were alive. No, I, on, yeah, I am. <laughs> well, go ahead. No, I was honestly like just kind of comparing and contrasting you two and holding like how many things all three of you have in common yeah. and like your whys behind content creation and how it's really been your persistence of loving to make the content that's made you who you are like without like a generation ago you wouldn't have had this creative outlet that's a great point it would have been painting or drawing or yeah. something like that where you had to make it big to be on screen yeah um, we're now like, this is such a great creative outlet for people who aren't narcissistic and just wanting to see themselves on camera, but like introverts who have all yeah. of the, all of these things to say, but they have a hard time saying it to people or a group of people, yeah. but they can say it to the camera and then edit it and make it, yeah. you know, fun to watch. Um, I think it's just an amazing creative outlet for a lot of people. It is. And I, like, that's a really like it's a profound point. And Derek Benson. Uh, so he was on, uh, as of the time of recording, this is a handful of episodes ago and the content he wants to put out. I believe that he will do some creative pieces, but he, he wanted to talk about money. He wanted to talk about something that is not sexy at all and you can get creative with it. But yeah. I think that that is different than, you know, talking about cinema and film and that's different. But I think that that's what's so incredible about content creation and especially YouTube is that you can do whatever the hell you want. You it's can go fast. In, you can go any direction. And mm -hmm. like, I, I know I sound like a broken record, but anybody that comes to me and is like, you know, I'm, I'm looking for this or I'm trying to do that. Like my answer is very often start a YouTube channel about yeah, it. Like why sure. the hell not? Mm -hmm. I had somebody reach out to me not long ago through email and they were like, um, uh, I'm just graduated high school. Uh, I think I want to be a history teacher. And like, I, I wanted to message back, but I didn't want to impose my will on them because, sure. you know, they, they <laughs> said that they wanted to be a teacher, but I wanted to say, start a YouTube channel. You See can what, teach all sorts of people. Talk about way. history. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I think there's a fine balance. So now I'm getting in the weeds, but I, I say that to say, you're right, that creative outlet. And that is what connects us and how different Holden, myself and you are. Because, uh, of course, that's how Jeremy and I got to know each other was through Holden. So, And I think, you, like you said, that's a very profound point. I did um, grow up taking advanced art classes, classical uh, or traditional art, fine arts, you know, painting, drawing, all okay. of those kind of things. So it was always something that I really gravitated towards is just wanting to be somebody that expresses myself through art. A lot of people will say that left-handed people tend to be more creative. I don't know if that's truth or, or not. Are either of you left-handed? I am. And? I can't draw a stick figure to okay. save my life. 
Um, That's not a testament if you're creative, though. No, but I think, I mean, I, I get in my waves yeah, of you, being creative. I think creativity is so vast and so yeah. and can be hidden from the eye, such as mm-hmm. printed words, such as building an entire garden of flowers around your house, um, you know, audio, video. Like, it's not just painting or playing a right. guitar. So... Yeah, I think you're more creative than you let on. Yeah, I spent three years landscaping our yard. None of it was here when we moved in. That was fun. That's a great creative outlet yeah. for sure. And expensive. Well, <laughs> and it was it was absolutely absolutely an expression at that time yes. for her. Mm-hmm. She was going through something, and it was I mean it was very obvious. It was a beautiful place. Like she was putting good, she was putting good out while she was in a rough place, and it was through planting stuff. Yeah, it was my therapy. It was very interesting. Um, okay. So before we get too deep in too meta there, I think this is going to tie us back in, but what is your definition of happiness? I believe that everybody has their own version. There's no right or wrong answer. Mine is different than yours. Hers is different than yours. What is your definition of happiness? Mm, that is a very happiness. I feel is a very elusive concept. I feel that it's almost like freedom or uh there's a couple of these very lofty ideas justice i I feel like it's a concept that we can strive towards i feel like it's always a destination excuse me it's always a journey and not necessarily a destination i think that the strive for happiness for fulfillment for all of those things is what compels us to constantly move forward i feel like happiness is being able to in its most base, in my understanding of it, it's it's a state of being. It's able to be there in that moment and be present and not be weighed down by, you know, the bills that you have to pay, the responsibilities that you have to have, the, the fact that you've got to go and, and work the nine to five to, to make ends meet and all of those kind of things. So happiness is that thing that I chase, that I am totally okay with not necessarily ever being to a state of happiness okay that makes sense okay so the big one for me for a long time uh because this is all about me now now i think that a lot of people struggle with it and that's why i bring it up but my struggle was money was happiness sure because in my eyes money was freedom money was and i even verbalized that money is not happiness but back in the day i think i verbalized it but didn't believe it Now it's completely different. I, I, I have a very good grasp on it. And I guess my question to you is, have you ever had that confusion where money, if you had more, would buy you that freedom, would bring you that happiness? I, I th- think a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah, and I think you picked up on something that, that I kind of uh, was alluding to, and that is that that, that concept of freedom yep. is like what what is freedom you know every we've we've built up so many systems within just existing it's not like we're going out and foraging for our food yep. anymore like there's there's all of these systems in place and you think and and there still is i believe truth to that um you, it's not that what i've heard smarter people than myself say is that there's a certain cap where if you make x amount of dollars then you achieve uh financial freedom and independence and that will bring you some level of happiness however the more that you make after that point it's not necessarily going to bring you more happiness and sometimes even that kind of wealth and that kind of celebrity can create their own kinds of of problems i mean you look at somebody like michael jackson i mean one of the most brilliant artists of all time also one of the most troubled people that you can ever think of so in that situation Mm -hmm. money did not buy him happiness you look at somebody like robin williams money did not buy him happiness and and so i i do feel that at some point you can let go of all of the burden of being poor but then unlimited wealth isn't going to offer you unlimited happiness correct i saw you were about to say something earlier no i think for most of us um, more money equals more responsibility with yes. how you're bringing it in. And it's more burden and more strain on like, that's been my realization of, you know, there's been a lot of opportunity to like climb the ladder, if you will, in 
our careers and that's something nursing that, I, that is yeah, yeah. and i, I th- that kind of i was kind of set on that path for a while i remember and realizing very quickly like why are why do people want this job why do yeah. people want to climb this ladder this is horrible and you know you're trading yeah you might be bringing in more money but you're trading your personal time sure you're, you're trading to me, it was I was trading my mental health for more dollars, and then to correct that was I wanted to spend the money, more money that I was making to buy myself happiness with sure. things. And once I realized like that doesn't equate to the same thing, so stepping back and saying I'm good with just going to my nine to five and you know doing that job well and being satisfied with that and being able to just at five o'clock say it's time to go home and and live my life the way I want to is more happiness than climbing the ladder and having more money that didn't bring me happiness. So then sort of the next thing after you become a nurse is to go be a nurse practitioner. It's a very common thing and no shade to anybody that does it. If that's what they want, that's what makes them happy, then go do it. I think it's awesome. For me, I got that question a lot whenever I became a nurse and had gotten some experience and whatnot. It was, where are you going to go to nurse practitioner school? Where you like, when are you going to get your mask? And it was just, it was always so obvious to me, but that was not my path. Mm. Uh, And it's a lot of people's paths. And and I could go so far down this rabbit hole of how, you know, people go to school to get a degree and then they get out and they, they didn't know what they were getting the degree for. And they sure. have this debt. And, I, and I'm, not, I'm not throwing shade on education. I think education is incredible when you really know what you want. You know, if you go get a doctorate in something, I would just hope that you know this is it. You know, because yes. you can't YouTube how to be a doctor. You can't YouTube how to be a nurse practitioner. You, you, there's some things that I believe, yeah, absolutely you need formal education. Um but it, it's it's weird because it leaves you in this state of when you answer the question no to the person that says, you know, when are you going to go get further education? There's such this like, really? Like, well, what are you going to do? Like, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's almost like you've got the momentum and everybody thinks they know where the destination exactly. is. And then mm-hmm. halfway through you realize like maybe this isn't the place the direction that I want to continue traveling and everybody that's just continuously moving down the river. They're like, Hey, what, but you just got off. What's going on? It's, they don't understand because that, that locomotion has already kind of been put into play. And I I find, and it's interesting, maybe it's similar, maybe it's not, but I get that kind of reaction from people when we say we're not having kids. Very, very similar kind of vibe. Us too. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I I think all of what we just talked about was fitting into what you said, that nuclear family, like what's the next step. And, Mm -hmm. and it's just, it does, I, it, it, if that's not what you want, it doesn't have to be that way. Right. And it's just such a common thing that I hear often in passing conversation and then in, you know, direct messages and whatnot of like, I'm supposed to do this but I don't want to, Mm -hmm. then you got to listen to that shit. You know, you have to work on a YouTube channel for five years and have 2.68 thousand people when you think that you should have more, Mm -hmm. but you love doing it and do it. Mm -hmm. So one thing I did want to dive into was what we talked about. I I think that every creator goes through this and I don't know what to, to what level, but for you, knowing that you have been working on this for five years, you don't hear that often. That people say, I've been do- I've been a content creator for five years now. Usually around that time frame, people have tapped out. You yeah. know, like, this isn't going to work out, obviously. So I commend you for that. Jenna, go ahead. Well, I mean, I think that that just proves, regardless of how many watch hours or subscribers, right. or what analytics we're supposed to be caring about, that you're all of you are doing it for the right reason. And that's what pushes you towards success and and loving it because I feel like people who start content creating for the wrong reason it doesn't matter how many people are watching they're not going to enjoy it it's not going to be something that they can commit to for a long time you have to enjoy what you're doing to stick with it and be happy with it for somebody that's not in this world that's listening what like what are some of the wrong reasons that immediately pop into your head to start being well, a content just creator? like fame and money and wealth and the you know the 
whatever that comes with the notoriety. Because um, I, I feel like some people like pop up real quick with, you know, they have the catchy topics and the thumbnails yeah. and but then they don't really stick around long yeah. term. And, and what was the point there? Yeah. 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 I think. <clears throat> excuse me. I think ever since the beginning for me, it's it's been about growth. Like I really. I told myself very early on that I wasn't going to quantify my success by the amount of views that I had. Okay. Um, and specifically the idea was I've never done any real video production work back then. I'd never experienced any of that. It was completely new to me. Um, doing video essays, that kind of, that kind of writing, all of those things, as I was doing them, I'm like, wow, you're like figuring this shit out. Uh, one of the beauties of YouTube is being able to lean on the people that have come before you that have yeah. kind of helped forge the path. And, and there were a lot of really great tutorials that taught me how to do that, that taught me how to do multiple different things. And then I took those skills and, and applied them. I remember sprucing up my resume from being somebody who was in the service industry. I, I waited tables and was a bartender for forever. And then being able to start to slide in this technical stuff and being able to say like, yeah, and I host the local film festival every year and yeah. things that are, uh, you know, as you said, sexy to somebody who is in the world that I'm in. Like uh, if you want to work and film in a community that isn't uh, Atlanta, isn't in a community that isn't LA or something like that, you, you've got to network and get in with the people who are doing that stuff. And, and it's, so even though I wasn't getting a lot of views, I always felt like there was something that I was gaining as a person. Like if I'm this big empty well, it's like every pebble that gets tossed into there that, that fills me up, you know? That's what I hear is self-education. Yeah. Like you've been able to add to your resume, which is priceless, you know, like rather than going to a class and sitting there and getting, you know, 10% of the knowledge, yes. you know, you've self-educated, which has taught you all kinds of things. And I think what I've seen with Matt is that it's such a win to figure something out yourself. You can't buy that. You can't go to class and learn that. You That is a win in itself that's such, I don't know, like I've seen that with Matt, that it's like a high almost of 100%, like, like yeah. this endorphin rush of like, I figured it out. Yeah. Um, that I think even if you never have to pass that knowledge to anyone else, like you've gained that confidence. Yeah. I love that. I appreciate that. And it's, so that's a, again, not to make this about me, like, but, <laughs> but yes, you're right. Uh, hell, it was two weeks ago. I was trying to put out one of these podcasts and something was going wrong with my computer and like, I could not figure it out mm. and I figured it out. And like, you know, 20 minutes later, I was literally walking around the house with my arms up screaming, yes. Like I figured it out. I was like, I'm the smartest man alive. <laughs> All it was was like something very basic that I was screwing up. But, but you're right. It's that aha moment. And in that is such growth. And I think for somebody that gets excited about something like that or whatever translation you want to make, that shows the passion behind it. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. again, that shows five years of doing this if you've been faking it for five years, like you're a friggin' fantastic con artist, right? you know, but I know that's not the case. And that's why I'm so happy for you. That's why I want you, wanted you on this podcast. That's why I want you in the content because that is good. And it, it like, if someone can pick up on that, if somebody can understand that, who the hell knows where it can lead for someone else to be like, I'm gonna start my shit, you know, like yes. I'm gonna write a book or I'm gonna do whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's, I think that's huge. Uh, kind of to Jenna's point, um, it, it's in a way it's kind of bucking that traditional path of leaving high school and going to university. And again, uh, there are so many people, you know, in, in fantastic situations that did take that path. I also know people that went to school for four years and kind of what you said, they, they went through the motions. They might've learned a, a chunk of it, but it's, it's different when you, seek it out yourself mm -hmm. and then that when we talked about happiness a minute ago this this idea of like literal triggers that release serotonin or, or dopamine or whatever the thing is that gives you that rush yeah and you know in a way that's kind of the thing that i crave now that's like my drug of choice now is just that fulfillment that i get from from making stuff well and i will say this you know i think i think it is very easy for me to sit 
I take that back. It's not easy. It's not easy for me to say because I did stumble through it and figure it out. I haven't completely figured it out, but you get what I'm saying. So I think for us, we have a direction. Like you don't, I don't think you know precisely and shit. I don't know precisely what I'm doing or the direction that we're going, but I believe that tasting, trying is so important. Oh, 100%. And I truly believe that people that go get an associate's, that go get a bachelor's or whatever, I don't think that that's bad. No. If that's the best way for you to taste, to try, if the point is, are you pursuing happiness? Are you going and getting that associate's degree, that bachelor's degree, because you're you're truly focusing on, is this going to make me happy? Am I trying things that are going to make me happy? If you're doing that, you're doing it for the right reason even if you don't know what you're getting the associate for. I believe that. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're going to get a doctorate and you still don't get it, like I think that I think there's a different line there. But <laughs> I guess I say that to say that for somebody that's out there listening, because I know you're out there listening and I know you're hearing this, that if you don't know what it is, if YouTube's not your thing, if you don't really feel like you're a creator, then you have to taste. You have to try. If you haven't figured it out, I believe it's because you haven't looked long enough, hard enough yet. I could be wrong, yeah. but that is my belief. And get that idea out of your head that this is the path that everyone takes. Yes. Um, I think that that really messes people up in getting to the life that they're supposed to live. Yes. Because of, you know, it, like you said, you know, like this is the path that everyone takes, like that traditional nuclear family or that traditional, you know, going to college or whatever. That's not for everybody. It's not. And you got to get it out of your head. And I know you've dealt with it, and I'm sure you've dealt with it, of that, like, you know, family or friends or whoever saying, well, what What do you mean you're not going to do this? Like, this is what you need to do. You need to go to college. You need to do this. This is where you should be at this age. And, sure, that's great for people that accomplish that, but I can guarantee there's a lot of people that, you know, meet those timelines that aren't living a truly happy, joyful life the way that they could if they just did what was true in their heart with you know follow their heart follow their head and just you know do what you know you should be doing comparison is the thief of joy mm -hmm. and i've been guilty of that in the past that i've oh, I, you know i've looked at you know so and so is doing this and so i'm gonna go do that and then that's gonna be it like i'm gonna be happy like i look at them and i'm like man that looks that looks fantastic but that's not the case you can't I can't say I'm going to go do what Jeremy did. It's so different. And it's because of the past and what's led you up until now for that. So, yeah, com comparison, man. That comparison will kill you. It's brutal. It's brutal. And it's something that I feel, and, and maybe I'm wrong, because I think we all have a tendency to view the world through the prism of our own life experience, right? Uh, yeah. So when I'm like, I'm a freaking mess, everybody else must be a freaking mess, right? And I don't, I don't know necessarily, but I can't help but struggle with those feelings and then you push them to the side and you move along you know what i mean it's like i feel that there is something natural about this this anxiety that i a lot of content creators get of like well if i've never done it before and i put it out it's not going to be as good as what that person over there has done and it's like well you haven't failed a thousand times to get to that place yep. and that's what i always say is like what is the top of the mountain i feel like the closer you get the higher the mountain goes like Correct. you can mm -hmm. always grow you can always improve and you can always do better so when it comes to comparison because i 100 percent agree with you I, I i feel like i've struggled with that at different times because oh my god this kid's been doing it for a year and they just now got a million and a half yeah. views for reacting to uh in the air tonight by phil collins or whatever right super, super cool video by the way if you guys hadn't seen that but uh <laughs> it's 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 just it's hard not to do but it's also very detrimental i think to your mental well-being to your mental health and things like that and to your point i think you're right i'm not saying it's just 100 percent easy and it, you know you just turn it off it's a light switch but i will tell you that there are things you can do to stop yourself of comparing Mm -hmm. like unsubscribe from the person that you're constantly looking at and trying to be like, not out of hate or anything like that. If you can, if you can unsubscribe or unfollow out of knowing that you're working on yourself and not being like, screw that person. I don't want to see them anymore. Like I, you know, adopting and knowing like, 
I'm going to go work on me. And I, I actually did that at one point. Uh, and I still do to an extent. Like I watch fitness YouTubers cause that's, you know, I do that fitness type stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. And I found myself like, that's a really cool concept. I like that. And in my head, I adopted what they were doing because I liked the concept in there and it sucks. Cause I really, now I really want to watch their content. Um, and, and I, I've gotten much better at it, but I think there's a separation that you have to make, um, to be able to, to turn yourself into the better version of you, if that makes sense. You know, I find that because I, and I think that's a big focus of what this podcast and a lot of what the, the brand better than yesterday, every day is, is about and implementing actions that actually change yeah. uh, thought patterns. And to me, there's such a cognitive dissonance between myself and then the person that's walking around and like, it's an existential nightmare. You guys, I can go so <laughs> deep down the rabbit hole of like, ooh, it's, it, it's so amazing to me when I see somebody and this is kind of a side tangent, but it's kind of related. It's so amazing to me when I see somebody that decides I want to do fitness content and runs with it and goes in that direction. And that's the thing that, that drives you and you're super passionate about when like I, think all sorts of stuff is cool, right? Like I'll be like, oh, that person's uh, drawing digital art. That's really cool. I'm going to try that. And I'll start doing that. Oh, that person's playing really cool, classical percussive style guitar. I'm going to learn how to do that. And I, so I've dipped my toes into so many different okay. things over there time. And I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a lack of direction or just that I think so many different things are cool enough to be interested in. Very important question. Did you change these focuses because it was simply, that looks really cool? Or did you change this focus because, shit, there ain't nobody watching this. Let me try this. 100% the first thing. Even before I started making okay. videos. It's, All right. it's, I've always just, it'll be like a three-year period of time when that's the only thing I can focus on. I'll get so compulsive over it, okay. you know? Um, I learned how to play power chords and drop D and like punk rock and uh, alternative stuff when I was, you know, young on guitar, but I never learned theory. Theory is something that I kind of started delving into um, seven years ago. And it took me about two years to learn all the open chords and a couple of different scales and, and all of that. Um, and then I kind of pivoted over to the video thing. And okay. this has stuck with me for a while because there is so many different opportunities to, you know, if you're making videos, the videos can be about anything. Yeah. It's true. Go ahead. and you, It sounds like you're about to say something. No, I, I, I think it's so, I don't know. I, I like it a lot that you've just allowed your life to kind of just take the direction that you want it to take that not a lot of people can say that. And I like it on the flip side of that. I like I was just I really respect the people that can be so decisive about the decisions they make when I feel like I kind of go where the wind takes me. And, and I, I know that that in itself is an admirable trait to some people. But, you know, it comes with its own set of, of challenges. Yeah, for sure. Have you it, if so what I just heard you saying with that is like it seems like I have a direct like path and direction with fitness and whatnot and whatnot that couldn't be anything further from the truth interesting that, that is i will attest to that yes <laughs> and so right now what we're doing on this channel and i'm actually gonna probably we're gonna shoot one as soon as we're done with this but like right now i'm working on i try uh a, a, a new fruit i try something for the first time and it's it's right now it's been fruit but i know that one day it's going to be i try skydiving for the first time sure. i try whatever for me, I think I was very intentional when I started the channel, yes, about knowing that it was going to be fitness, knowing it was going to be wellness. But there's so much shit underneath that that you can drive in different directions. Sure. And it did take me a long time to, to narrow in on mental fitness. So it took me a long time. I tried a bunch of shit. If you go, if you go deep on the main channel, you'll see so many different types of thumbnails, sure. so many different like just directions you could see it going. Um but I, I feel like, yeah, I talk about mental fitness, but I feel like I'm all over the place on the channel. I really do. Now, I get what you're saying that, I mean, you have very, very different, like, I feel like I'm under one umbrella at least, but you're saying there are a bunch of different umbrellas that you're under. And I mean, I think the, que the question for yourself is, and maybe you're not questioning it, but I'm going to impose my will. Um, 
if you're trying to do it from a marketing standpoint of like, let's grow this shit or whatever, because I know there's a piece of you that wants to, wants yes. to do that. Mm -hmm. Then what is like, this is legitimately the happiest. Like this makes me the happiest. Like one, two, three things, the happiest. I'm going to focus on that. And later on, if I want to do whatever, start another channel doing that. Start another channel doing that. Sure. That's a beautiful thing. Because again, if you're talking from a marketing, let's grow it, that type thing, sure. I, I think that, I, granted, you can be a vlog channel and do whatever the hell you want and then be, you know have success, quote unquote, success that way. So I guess it's just how you package it when it comes to marketing it and success and blah, blah, blah. I think that's a great point. And um, I, I think that's also one of the great assets about being the brand is then people will follow you yeah. anywhere where if your channel is movies are terrible, it kind of puts you into a very specific subcategory, which is great. I, I really do. As far as making content, I really like that part of it. I really like the movie history part of it. So you just sprung a thought in my head as you were saying what you just said. And Jenna, you're laughing uh, because I get so fucking passionate in these moments right here where you're like, you're doing it for the right reasons. Of course you want this to grow. And you're just not quite sure. Like right now I want to dig the fuck into you and figure out like what is it that drives the next step. And I like for me what you just said was you're focusing on a bunch of different things. You want to focus on a bunch of different things, but you feel like you can't because it will hinder the success or the growth. Mm. And then you made it a very important point. You were talking about the brand being the brand. So if you want people to be vested in you, the brand, I feel like that's where you really have to become transparent. Yeah. I think yeah. that's where you have to put those insecurities that you, you and I have briefly talked mm -hmm. about. Like, like I started to and not to say what I'm doing is what you need to do, but it's the only comparison that I have mm -hmm. that I have a series where Matt's mental fitness and I dive into literally what I just talked about with my therapist five minutes previous on our call. I walk out and then I start recording and talk about it. I put all that shit out on the table because I know that there's a lot of people that can connect with that. So I think, this is just my theory, that if you had that ability, had that transparency to show some of that side rather than just the uniformed content. Yeah. The, does that make sense what I'm oh, saying? 100%. Because if you want to dig into the brand of the person, that's why they give a shit. Yeah. That's why they give a shit about that brand is because they feel like they can get to know you through 100%. that. 100%. Does that make sense? Oh, 100%. I think that w w the brief conversation that you and I did have about it last time, it, it really resonated with me and it got me thinking like, when I go over and I do Matt's podcast, how much of myself am I willing to put on the table, right? And um, I, again, not to be comparative, but there is a huge stigma with everybody loves mental health, mental illness, huge stigma about, I, I kind of, uh, I can be self-deprecating. I'm fine with it, okay. but I feel that if there was a greater understanding about what mental illness looks like, then I would be a lot more comfortable talking about that facet of myself. Mm. YouTube is a great platform for that. I've definitely seen people that are able to open up about their gender identities, yeah. their, uh, specifically bipolar disorder. That's that's the uh, the thing that I don't always put out there. And I think it's something that I, I think it's a big part of who I am, but I think that what it looks like to average people is a movie like The Joker or something where you're mm -hmm. like, oh, that person's got mental illness. Wow. They must be fucking nuts. Wow. And that's, it couldn't be further from the truth, though it can also be the truth. Like everything is a spectrum, right? Uh, mm. People who deal in absolutes, this yes and no, or this is right and this is wrong. Like I look at that and it, it seems so abstract to me because everything is shades of gray. It's everything between good mm -hmm. and bad and yeah. how we are just this amalgam of the good and the bad parts of us. And um, I didn't know what was wrong with me for a very long time. Um, mania manifests itself in, in many different ways. Um, getting to the root of a lot of it, I compulsively have to do stuff because I am in a manic state mm, at sure. the time. Um, it's bipolar type two or bipolar two. So that it's like the less severe of the two. And what happens is it's very gradual waves. Um, 
the manic highs last a long time and they feel fantastic. It is, I don't know if you guys have ever talked with anybody about it. Um, it's kind of like, it's being very stimulated, very alert, feeling um, great self-importance, but also just uh, really, really driven to get it mm. done, like whatever it is. And most of the most productive and creative stuff I've ever done, unfortunately, was due to the manic episodes. Okay. Depression, totally the flip side of that. Okay. Can't get out of bed in the morning, don't okay. want to text message back with anybody. And this is something that... It makes it really challenging to want to be on camera all of the time because that makes there sense. are definite times that I'm game for it and that I do great on it. And then there's other times I'm just like, oh, I suck. Everything about me sucks. And I'll get, you know, really in that headspace. And so it, for a long time, I wasn't navigating that. I didn't want to address the fact that maybe I didn't have um, 100% control of my actions and the things that I did. So I actually seeked out um, my own help. I went and saw a psychiatrist and told him what my problems were. And this is after years of research and looking into this. And I was like, good for you, by the way. Go thank ahead. you. And if, if I hadn't done it, nobody would have ever done it for me. But I, I went in there with a very clear idea of like, hey, I think I have bipolar disorder. And then he talked me through it. And we were like, yeah, we probably need to get on medication for this. And the medication has worked wonders. Like it is, That's it is incredible. so great. Problem is, is I'm somebody that craves that mania. Like my highs uh, have been brought down. My lows have been brought up and I'm on a relatively level playing field at this point, but I really miss those, those peaks. So hopefully that's some insight into my crazy. So in it, just, just so you guys know, Jeremy had never told me that before this podcast. I had never been told that. Pat, I, nobody in the crew has ever told me that. That's news to me. Nobody in the crew knows. Nobody in the crew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and I will say this: that first and foremost, you're there is. I said it in the beginning, but especially now, if you're comfortable with that, obviously this is something that is very sensitive. Especially, I mean, we've never known that until now. But I will tell you this: that the moment that you said that. The moment that you basically just said, I have bipolar disorder, I immediately leaned into this conversation a little bit more. Yeah, sure. And I know that it's the same way for whoever's listening. And I think that that is that, that, that very shift is that one thing that gets people to lean into you as a brand, as a person, and are a little bit more vested. So again, I think that if it's, if it's comfortable for you, if you're okay with it, yeah. then it's fucking huge. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's less about... Uh, it's less about the way that I perceive the situation. It's more about mm. my my fear okay. that there's this fundamental lack of understanding. And I suppose I could be the ambassador for it. I suppose I could be like, hey, this is what mental illness can look like. Yeah. It's not mm -hmm. necessarily always the... <clears throat> I find in film in particular, because that's something that I'm pretty invested in, that it's the thing that justifies the anti-hero or the villain to be able to do the things they are while you still sympathize with them. Me, my head is going in so many different directions right now in like being excited for you that like, I'm not asking you to pick up uh, Captain Marvel's Captain Marvel. <laughs> I'm not asking, I'm not asking you to pick up um, Captain America's shield and run this gauntlet and be like, we're going to take over bipolar disorder. Right. We're going to, I'm not asking that of you, but I know that there's people out there that are dealing with the exact same thing. They're like, holy shit, if he's been creating, I can create. Mm -hmm. And who knows what the hell it will do for them. Like, I'm so excited for you. Like, I first of all, I empathize with you. I can't know what you're going through. Right. I don't know what it's like. Um, I, I have a few people in my life that I think might have bipolar disorder, but I don't really know. Yeah. And I can't say that I know what it's like to be in your shoes. So I have empathy for you. Um, but the balls to say it, on a show to put it out there is a lot. Sure. Yeah. So I appreciate that. You did not have to do that. Yeah. No. That no. makes me love you that much oh, more. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and this podcast has been about us being transparent about our own struggles with mental health. And, you know, I think you've been transparent, Matt, about how, you know, when you have taken medication in the past, you don't have that creative drive. And it Correct. was when you stopped that you started Matt Lane Fitness, but along with that lack of 
regulation with your medications came a lot of other negative things that yeah. the medication stopped. It's a balance. Um, and, you know, the same with me. Like, I, for the longest time, you know, was very secretive almost about, you know, that I take medication and now I don't give a fuck. That's great. That's <laughs> got to be liberating. For yeah. Sure. Like, for sure. And I think with age has come that, like, nobody's normal and 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 to the movies point movies aren't made about regular ass people it's a good point that's like, a really good point it, that's not interesting that's a oh fuck <laughs> the, oh my god it's over that's it that's it you that know was... like the most relatable is you know having those you know, and, and I know movies tend to, like, exaggerate some of the normal feelings that we have or some of the normal things that we deal with, but that makes the most relatable movies, I think. That's true. Um, and, and to realize that I think almost all of us deal with some sort of mental health or diagnosed or undiagnosed um, whatever it is, whether it's a mental health issue or a physical issue, that... That's normal. Yeah. Uh, so not normal is normal. And I think the more that we embrace it and talk about it, the more that we can get over our own issues that we've been pushing down for so long. Yeah. I appreciate that. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. that, that, that really does resonate with me and kind of back to the idea that, um, that everybody's a mess. Like that's something that, that I respond to. And, and again, maybe I gauge the world through my own experience. Um, but I feel like if everybody was more comfortable just being like, hey, everybody is not together all the time. Um, mm -hmm. And so, Matt, there is a part of me that's like, yes, maybe three out of 100 people, this is going to speak directly to them, uh, you know. And then my apprehension about that is like, what about the other 97 people who are going to be like, oh, that dude's a weirdo or whatever the thing is, right? I have your answer. Okay. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> that is, and here's the thing, when you say fuck them, I don't mean that out of disrespect, no, like I, right. you know, but I, when you say fuck them, that's when you're still working on yourself. And that's when you really hit home with those three people even more so, sure. you know, and it, again, it takes, it takes the comfort level of you. Again, I don't want to impose any, anything on you and it takes the balls to do that. But all three of us take medication for some sort of mental issues an incorrect word. Yeah, um, just like a, a, the way I look at it and I'm sorry, I don't mean to like yeah, no, derail no. that, but it's just, the thing is, if we lived 100 years ago, we wouldn't have the opportunity now to have the science behind mm. taking medication yeah. that helps us fire on our neurons a little bit more correctly to, yeah. to function a little bit better. Um, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah. All three, again, I, I don't want to use the wrong terminology and disrespect anyone. Uh so take my ignorant words with a grain of salt, but all three of us take medication to correct something mm -hmm. that we have. And the funny thing is, had it not been for content creation or us meeting or whatever, we wouldn't know that. Mm -hmm. But that like from this day moving forward, I will forever look at you in an even better light, knowing that you had the balls to say that um, you're not better. You're not worse because of it, but you're it, you're more you you're sure. more you you're yeah you are less normal fuck normal <laughs> yeah. you know what is normal the, yeah. the gratitude point of just like having this outlet and being able to connect and and mm -hmm. learn and and i mean it's it's friendship is what it is separate from the content but this it's an excuse to get you know to yeah. to be around people which i really mm -hmm. really like that so i appreciate it i appreciate the opportunity to be able to open up about it i mean it's it's not something that necessarily I, I hide from the people that it's not something that I necessarily hide. Most people that sure. know me know that it's something that I've hid from them. And maybe that okay. was a little them, bit them, um, the audience. Correct. Okay. The people that are watching this right now, I think it's something that I've always kept close to the vest as far as that goes because of an insecurity um, that sure. they're going to judge me about it. The, and that is completely understandable sure you know that is like yeah I, it, like it's not it, like it, it's it's not a comfortable thing 
to expose this shit. Sure. And that's why I say, you know, having having the the balls to do it. Like, um, but good for you for doing it, you know? For sure. Good for you for doing it, seriously. God, where do you go from there? What a friggin'. Well, and just, uh, you know. That was awesome. Uh, Jenna's random thoughts. Hey. <laughs> wait a minute. You got wait a button a for that? I do have a button. Where do you where do you? Jenna's ADD moment. <laughs> it's usually Matt's. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I think there's a place on your channel for absolutely everything that you've dabbled in. Absolutely. I mean, think about, because I've gone through this with Matt, because he really struggled with is the behind the scenes fitness related. Yeah. And it absolutely is because it's, you know, however many of us sitting down, watching a movie, having a discussion about it, that's... That's a healthy way to spend a friendship. Yeah. That's, um, you know, you're dissecting what's happened in the movie and learning from other people. Um, it doesn't have to be about, you know, how many crunches did we do or how many lunges yeah. did we do? Like fitness is a whole lifestyle. And I think that on your channel, not that my advice, uh, I mean. Get my notes out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but like you could do you know, like, okay, this movie score is great. Like, let me try to play whatever. Sure. And then that brings in your, you know, your music skills. Or, like, there's always a way to bring it back to whatever the message is yeah, from a channel. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. I think that you are incredibly talented, and I think you're incredibly skilled. And for anybody that, that honestly doesn't know the difference, because for a long time, I didn't know the difference between talented and skilled. Skilled means that you've worked on your craft for a long time and you have become better at it. Talented means you were born with it. You just have a knack. So, like some people can just fucking sing and you mm. can train all you want, but you can't, can't sing. It's, it is what it is. You have both. Mm -hmm. And I think that it really is for you and a lot of people, it is getting over the pieces that are tough to figure out, you know, such as maybe the insecurities. Who the fuck knows? I'm not a therapist. I don't right, pretend right. to be. But there's a lot of things that add up to, you know, why you won't create this piece of content or why you won't do this. And I, it, used, it used to happen to me, and it still at times does. I'm much better about it than it was. But I think it's so important to dive into the reason why. I say that often of why, 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 why. Why do you have the insecurity? Why can't you put out the video? Why can't you start painting? Why can't you do that? Mm. And I think a really important point as well is having having to the reason, no, having the understanding to knowing it's your life, it's your channel, and if someone doesn't like it, it's all good. Yeah. That's right. They can walk. It's mm -hmm. all good. Yep. That's right. God, what that was. That was so good. Yeah, we've covered a lot of topics. I was just sitting here thinking, how can I wrap this up? Yeah, I was going to say how do you, what I do at yeah. the end of the podcast is kind of like, what's the wrap up? Yeah, I don't even know. Be yourself, and embrace it. And normal is it, there's no such thing, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Um, and if somebody doesn't you know, embrace your normal, then they don't deserve your time. Yeah, absolutely. So we are going to plug everything. This is a great time to plug everything. It'll be in the description below, but tell them where can they find you? Movies are terrible on YouTube. That's the big thing. Also, you can check out Jeremy B. Terrible on various social media sites. The reason why I love film is because we all are collectively experiencing this thing together. And then the way that we translate it is so varied and so vastly different and mm -hmm. that's the thing it's this it's this collective especially with the big movies like the star wars and the marvel movies is that at the time that you're watching them in the theater there are literally millions of people across the world that are experiencing it at the same time as you in a totally different way so maybe that's that'll weird. help you appreciate um the the world of film punditry and criticism a little bit more <laughs> is that we all bring so much of ourselves mm -hmm. into it so i do appreciate you guys hanging out and checking this out and i appreciate y'all for having me for sure that's been a blast man and yeah. I, I knew that there was going to be something that i slipped and missed why terrible why movies are terrible all of that uh there's there's an element of because that's sort of like your your brand, the mm -hmm. terrible thing. You've you've taken that to a few different ventures. I have, I have actually, and and to me, it's I I really like. Okay, 
for those of you guys that may know, Red Letter Media, Mystery Science Theater 3000, uh, good bad flicks. I, I really like bad movies. I really like going over bad movies. That's why I'm actually hoping that you guys enjoy what you're uh, checking out later. Okay. Um, but so movies are terrible is this this blanket statement that means everything is terrible, but then when you find the gems in it, it just makes it mean all that much more. You know, that's cool. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Mm -hmm. There's, there's something that always drew me to you and it was your, again, optimistic cynicism. It was like, you weren't just an asshole, uh, but you didn't just say it was great. Like everyone else, you looked for those other pieces that that's what immediately drew me to you. Um, your personality and who you are, you're very, um, you have a magnetism about you, whether you know it or not, you really do. You really really do. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Holy shit. I, you know you know what? I always forget at the top of the show to say it, but um, now that you're done with this podcast, you could have watched it. There's a link in the description below because this YouTube chan- this podcast has a YouTube channel called The BTYE Podcast. Uh, it's on YouTube, and then if you're listening to it, it's on Google, Spotify, all of the audio platforms. You can get them there. Holy crap. Jenna, did you say the wrap-up? Yes, you did. I am just all over the place yep. thinking, and oh my God. Let's go shoot another video. It's time to push that. You want me to press button. the stop record button? Okay, guys, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Jeremy, it was an absolute blast, man. For sure. Thanks I, for having I, me. I really appreciate the transparency and you taking the time to come on. Yep, for sure. Next yeah. time. Next time. Yeah, we can do it again. We can do it again. Yeah. I got to pre- press the button. Push the button. Okay. Love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. This has been the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well. And follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube. Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday every day. Matt just dumped water on Roman. I'm so sorry, buddy. He <laughs> flipped out. He week. flipped out. <laughs> you scared the crap out of him. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> oh, all right. Love you guys. How old is Roman? He's two. He's almost 10. No, he's not.